have something to share with you today that will really rock your boat. Welcome to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. And you say, well, what boat are you going to rock? Well, Sarah gave this, and she prayed with someone during the program. Yeah, one of our programs. She saw someone with sciatica or nerve damage needing prayer. She advised that the person call in. I am happy to report that I'm feeling better. That's so good, Sarah. I know, that was from Michelle in Illinois. Yeah. Very encouraging. Doesn't that encourage you? Yeah, God answers prayer. He does. That's very encouraging, and you might be watching right now and might need some answers to prayer. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We would love to pray for you. And we know that like Michelle here, God has cool things for us. And a lot of times God answers prayer in ways we don't always anticipate. And so I just encourage you, let's let God determine how God will answer the prayer instead of telling God how to answer. Because a lot of times we're like, you need to <laughs> give me this job right, and this and this right. and this. And I think sometimes God says, stop limiting me. I've got better things than just what you're defining. And so just encourage you today, God has really amazing things for you because God is a loving God and loves you deeply. Additionally, I just want to encourage you, we have an amazing, amazing guest today, uh, Todd Hampson. And I want to really, really uh, let you know that he is talking about the end times guide as a nonprofit's guide to end times. And, you know, honestly, I in the past have been really skeptical on end times because I'm like so many different perspectives, viewpoints, and how do you, you know, manage through all that stuff. And it can be confusing. But this resource and our guest, <laughs> he's so much fun loads and loads of fun but loads of loads of clarity and truth and will help you appreciate and understand what are the end times and what does God have for us. In her latest book, Read It, Speak It, Do It, Marilyn gives you the blueprint she's used for reading the Bible, speaking its promises, and acting on what the Word says. What readers will get from the book as I start my day with a cup of coffee and promises from the Word. In this transformational book, Marilyn shares practical strategies for reading, studying, and meditating on the Bible, speaking scripture over your life, using the sword of truth, the Word, during spiritual warfare, and walking out the Word in faith. And this really tells you how to be victorious in every area of your life. You will love the book. I want you to have it. Read it, speak it, do it. Claim victory over every area of your life. Now available wherever books are sold. We're totally, completely thrilled to have with us today Todd Hampson. Yay, Todd! Pleasure to be here. Thank Honor you, Todd. Thank Super you very much. Love, love and appreciate you. <laughs> Likewise. So, Todd, not everybody in our audience is familiar with you. Could you give us just a quick little biography? Yeah, so my, um, my background is in graphic design and animation. I have an animation company called Timbuktoons, and we produce a lot of animation for ministries, children's ministry, faith and family-friendly entertainment, that kind of thing. Um, and I personally love character design and concept development. And then, so that's kind of my initial background. And then a few years back, God led me to this book project, which kind of incorporates all of my past experiences uh, on the art side and writing and even just life experience to, to write this book. Uh, got a, a wife and three kids, and by kids, I mean three teenagers. Um, 
and uh, they keep me pretty busy with soccer and Woo. college. And teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Parents and teenagers. That's Woo. it. That's, we're a write, that's the next book we're going to write. That's a syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> They're wonderful. They are. So, but that's it. I love, uh, I'm a lay leader at a local church. I love ministry. I love missions. Been on several mission trips. Um, just love doing anything I can to support the kingdom work. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Nice. And you've written this book called Nonprofit, P-R-O-P-H. <laughs> E.T., yeah. Nonprofit's Guide to End Times. Mm -hmm. And uh, End Times is kind of, can be like super scary. Yes. And um, this book is not scary. Right. So how do you reconcile that kind <laughs> of dichotomy? Well, first of all, I kind of own it, even in the title and, the, and what's on the character's chest. Um, I kind of poke fun at our Christian culture a little bit because we have been saying for quite some time we're in the end times. And, and I thoroughly believe we are. We're in the season of the Lord's return. We don't know when that's going to be, but... We know this is the, the tail end of the church age uh, because of the signs, and I talk about a, lo a lot of those in the book. But I wanted to break down that barrier first and let them know right, right off the bat what it's about, but also that it can be a confusing topic, and that's the purpose of the book is to break it down very simply, very systematically, so that even somebody, if they've never studied the topic before but have always been curious, they can pick this book up and walk away with a thorough knowledge of what, what Bible prophecy really is and what areas they need to study a little bit more. Yeah. So I, I personally believe that, you know, if people read the prophets, mm -hmm. oh dear, it's very challenging. Yeah. So then they ignore them. Right. I'm not going to read them, you know, it's yeah. too confusing. That's why I like your book. You keep mm -hmm. it simple. Mm -hmm. You have pictures that help us understand. And I'm a picture person. So I loved what mm -hmm. you did with Daniel. Mm -hmm. And you showed the dream that he had mm -hmm. and the figure. <laughs> and so some of these things will help you not to be afraid to read the Bible. Yeah. You know, and when you see he has a special study on the Olivet Discourse that Jesus gave, it will warm your heart. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a good book to pass on to other people. So, you know, we have people who won't listen to us, you know, and so we give fruit and we give candy, you know, and we give things like that. But, you know, candy makes you fat and the word can transform your life. So I trust you're calling in and you'll get five or six books you know, I'm going to give one to a man who is not a Christian because I think it will rattle his cage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you might be watching right now and you might be worried about some things. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we're, we look at end times, the content for end times, it makes us worried. And you might be watching you're like, I'm not worried about the end times. I'm worried about paying my bills. Or I'm worried <laughs> about my right. kid who just told me X, Y, and Z. Or I'm worried about something that's going on at, at work. I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would, you would cast your cares on the Lord because he cares for you. And Todd, another thing I want to ask you about is, mm -hmm. you know, you talk about end time signs, signs mm -hmm. of the end times. Yeah. So what would be some of those and should we look for them or not look for them? Those are fantastic questions. And, and I'll roll in with that question specifically related to what you just mentioned is that because a question I get sometimes is, is studying Bible prophecy relevant? Um, and then coupled with that is, are studying end time signs biblical? So I spend the first half of the book talking about how studying Bible prophecy is practical. It does give us 
hope that God's in control. It helps us see scripture in a new light and that kind of thing. But also I set the stage in the whole first half of the book to show that, all right, if you understand this, you can understand the end time signs. And the reason I use the, the Olivet Discourse to point that out is because Jesus' disciples came to him, what are the signs of the end right. of the age? What are the signs of the end of the world? That would have been a perfect place for Jesus to say, hey, don't worry about that. I, you know, let me worry about that. You focus on saving, getting people saved, but that's not something you should worry about. But he actually spent an entire chapter, his second longest teaching in the New Testament, teaching them what the end time signs are. Um, and I, there's, there's hundreds of them really, but what I do is categorize them in categories in, in the book. And I start with the super sign, which is Israel becoming a nation again. Um, that is not a accident of modern nope. geopolitics. It is specific fulfilled prophecy. And the more you study the specific details of how they became a nation, what's happened since, what's happened to the land of Israel, what's happened to the people mm-hmm. of Israel, the military, yep. all of these things were prophesied 2,600 years ago, you know, or, or give, or, give or take a few hundred years, depending on the prophet you're studying. Um, but, and then Jesus spent a whole nother chapter giving parables about the end times. So it's very clear um, he does want us to understand the times. And one verse that's often cited is that, oh, but Jesus is going to come like a thief. Well, if you read that in First Thessalonians, the next thing he says is, but to you who are of the light, he will not come like a thief. And Hebrews even says, um, do not neglect the assembling together, especially as you see the day draw near. So as believers, if we're looking, we can see that day drawing near. Now we don't set dates. We don't pick, you know, no, anything no. like that, but we should be encouraged to know that the Lord's return is closer today than it was yesterday and that we're in the end times and Israel being a nation again and all these other signs converging in our day. And that's a, the, the other side of the, the category, sign categories is convergence. The fact that all of these sign categories are converging in our day should also get our attention. Yeah. Well, and I think there are a lot of disagreements. People want to argue. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. well, he's this, he's that, the other thing. Yeah. And this helps me not to be ugly, mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> to really have scripture behind it. Yeah. And, you know, as I said, you know, some people get real angry because they think we'll go through the tribulation. Some mm-hmm. people think we'll be taken out of it. Yeah. And honestly, mm-hmm. this is what I say to them. If they don't think, you know, if they think we're going to go through, I say, well, when I go, I'll wave at you. <laughs> anyway, a little lighthearted. Yeah, you can ju- that's what I like is, and I talk about this in the book when I, when I describe the different end times views. Yeah. The first thing I highlight is unity in the body of Christ. Like right. we don't need to be nasty. We don't need no. smart people disagree. I've got great friends on all, all yeah. stripes. Um, so do I. But we, we should be united in what, this, what scripture says and the fact that Jesus is returning and that he loves us and that he's ultimately in control. Yeah, right, right, right. And if we can focus on Jesus, Amen. that's the big deal. That's right. You know, looking right. at him. Mm-hmm. So I said this, on pro, I say every morning when I wake up, good morning, Father, good morning, mm-hmm. Jesus, good morning, Holy Spirit. This is your beloved, Marilyn. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. and so I want you to guide my day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you are born again, you can know you are his beloved. Does he want to crush you? Does he want you having a nervous breakdown because of the news? And can we watch the news and change it? Mm. I think this is a time for us to really jump in 
and pray the promises. Power of prayer, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, too, it's important that we sense God's love in our heart for us. Because mm -hmm. I think sometimes this whole thing, it gets really intimidating. We can get, you can watch the news and it can really unravel oh, you. Yeah. And I like what you yeah. say, you know, pray yeah. and change the news. Yeah. But I think sometimes we tend to worry and get stressed mm -hmm. out and anxious. Yeah. And I have friends that watch, you know, and they, and they read and all this stuff. And, and they just, you talk to them and they're just a nervous wreck. <laughs> I mean, they're a nervous wreck, yeah. and that's not what God intends for us. And mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you. I just feel strongly in my heart that I need to pray for you, Romans 5.20. No, sorry, Romans 5.5. 5. It says that the love of God is poured out into your heart through Holy Spirit. Mm. And I want to encourage you right now, some of you watching, you don't know that God loves you deeply. Mm. You don't know that God cares and is very intimately engaged with what's going on in your daily living. I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone and get on the website. We want to pray for you. This verse in Romans 5, that Holy Spirit would pour the love of God into your heart. And when you know that God loves you and you have that really locked solid into your soul, into your existence, then the world is an adventure. Do you tend to avoid studying books of the Bible like Revelation and Ezekiel? Does it feel like words such as rapture and apocalypse fly right over your head? You're not alone. For your gift of $39 or more, we will send you The Nonprofit's Guide to End Times by writer and artist Todd Hampson. Through this book, you'll be blessed and entertained in a meaningful way with engaging illustrations and down-to-earth explanations that will help you navigate the ins and outs of Bible prophecy. We will also send you Marilyn's book, Unraveling Revelation, where you'll experience a step-by-step -step tour of the seven main events and places in Revelations and The Final Hour, which will help you discover the knowledge of the end times available to you through the scriptures. For your gift of $69 or more, we will include our wooden art piece featuring 2 Corinthians 2 14. This decorative wall hanging is a beautiful reminder that God always causes you to triumph. There's no better time to grasp God's plan for the future and for you. Call or click today to receive this enlightening resource. Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect every one with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. God's heart relentlessly reaches all our hidden places and changes us from the inside out. And Living Genuine Love is equipping people with resources and tools that empower them to walk in this intimate relationship with God. Sarah is a powerful scholar and spirit-led teacher with a gift and passion that takes her many places around the world to bring lasting change to each of us who are craving the transformative love of God. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995. love good news. Did you know that good news makes your bones fat? You say, I don't want fat bones. But I think fat there is anointed. And today, you're going to hear some real anointed news that I think will just give your spirit a leap. Mm. And so you may want to call some friends right away and say, watch this program because this has to do with end times and you know, a lot of times we think, please don't scramble my brain. But this is Bible prophecy for everyone. And this is Todd Hampson. And 
I like it that you make it simple. Thank you. It's not so, oh dear, you know. <laughs> because sometimes when you read the prophets, you come out and think doom and gloom. This is not doom and gloom, and mm -hmm. it's totally Bible. Yeah. So we are delighted that you're here. Likewise. Sarah and I, you know, we really looked forward to you coming. Nice. So I, I need that well. with my heart. Okay. <laughs> Likewise. I've been looking forward to, for this for a long time. Good. Yeah. Nice. So, Todd, this whole deal on Nonprofits Guide to End Times, I want to, this is kind of a left field question, sure. right? And this is lots of fun for me, <laughs> but nervous for you. <laughs> what do you tell your kids? Because you got teenage kids. Yeah. And they're always thinking about future. I got the future in front of me. And that's, right. that, that's, their, that's their focal point is future, yeah. not the past. Mm -hmm. So what do you tell your kids about the end times? That's, that's a great question. And understanding their mindset because they are, they're at that age where everything's exciting. They're looking forward to college and marriage and right. kids and adventure, all the stuff we've got, yeah. had the opportunity to experience. Um, and I even had a friend, I'll take it a step further. I had a friend of mine who's a, another prophecy teacher who was wrestling with whether or not to take a job that was offered to him in another state. And he was kind of getting counsel for me. And what I shared with him and what I shared with my son, because I've had this conversation with my oldest son who's in college, is that plan like he's not coming in your lifetime. You know, make your plans. He'll, he'll, he'll direct your ways if you're seeking his face, making your plans. Right. But live in a way where you're excited and, and, you know, you're anticipating the Lord's return. It could be any moment. Um, or it could be in our lifetime. So it's kind of a weird balance of both, but it forces you to rely on your relationship with the Lord to both seek direction for the big decisions and the things you want to experience, and also for the fact that he could return in our lifetime. But also, I, I also do, I get kind of real with him and I, or when I'm asked that question and I say, do you really think when you're with the Lord, you're going to be wishing you were back here and that you missed out on anything? No. You know, That's good. And I think the enemy has a way of getting our mind off of how wonderful the things are that are in our future. And honestly, the whole reason that I, well, one of the main reasons I wrote the book is because I believe many, many Christians are confused about the topic and see it as fearful and scary and confusing. And I believe that's spiritual warfare. I believe the enemy has twisted the real purpose of Bible prophecy to make people stay away from it. When what I found is when you study it, you actually gain more hope and, in, and joy and excitement and, and perspective for how we're supposed to be living today. So it's, it's funny how the enemy works, but we need to combat that by studying the Word of God, seeking the Holy Spirit's guidance, and spending our time in our relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And you give the how-to. Mm. I like that. Thank you. Because I'm a how-to person. <laughs> I used to be a school teacher, so, you know, how-to oh, yeah. is really important. Yeah. So I like the book because, I don't know, people get nervous and say, well, you know, is this a prophet? I don't know what what is going to go on. I like the book because it's very simple. Mm. It has visual things. You know, he has put in here the Lord's Feast. It's an in-depth book. I mean, it's not something frivolous, but it's written in such a way with pictures that you can really apply it to your life, but you can pass it on. So be sure you get the book. And of course, we'd love to pray over your prayer requests. Mm -hmm. The other thing I'd ask too, um, so there's all these different points of view in terms of like tribulation, <laughs> you know, Jesus' right. second coming and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So how do you... Um, let me ask this. 
So when you have people who disagree with you, yeah. what do you do with that? Oh, uh, that's a great question. I've done a lot of radio interviews with mm-hmm. where the interviewer had a different view than I, than I hold. I hold the preacher view. Um, but what I'm always, and they usually let me know ahead of time. So it's not like a surprise, like, right. Hey, I hold a different view than you. Right. And what I found for the most part is believers are loving about it. And we can, we can even joke about it, right. you know, with each other and say, and you know, and I'll say, I'll say, you know, you have your, you have the right to be wrong, you know, <laughs> and I say that tongue in cheek because I, I, you know, but, um, but we can, we can joke around about it and still sure. be unified sure. behind our belief in Christ and our, our mission to reach people with the gospel. Um, and to leverage Bible prophecy to point people to Scripture and to Jesus. So, um, so yeah, I think there's a way you can do it. You know, it's like a, it's an in-house debate that you can agree to disagree and still be friends and still not let it get contentious. Um, but what does break my heart is, because I've seen this sometimes, is where somebody with another view comes at you really, really hard and really, really negative. And I, I don't think there's any place for that in, in Christianity. I think we need to be, you know, the, the world, I mean, the Bible said the world will know Jesus by how we love love. one another. So we need to model that, not friendly fire and trying to break each other down. Mm -hmm. I I think I'm going to use this book on someone I'm witnessing to. (laughs) There is a man who has a restaurant. Italian food is so good. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I want to witness to him. So he, I've said to him, do you have any prayer requests? Could I pray for you. I love to pray. So he writes them down oh, you know, nice. and gives them to me. So when I come in, he'll say, I'll go write my prayer request down. But he is not born again. Mm-hmm. And I think this is something I can pass on. Absolutely. So I'm going to pray over the one I give that he reads it. Awesome. That is great. <laughs> and I've, a lot of people are doing that. Um, I have a friend who owns an automotive company. They have two locations and he bought 10 copies and he puts one out in the lobby. Good. And as people he said people pick it up all the time and if if their car's done before they're done looking at the book he tells them go ahead and take the book then he puts another one out and i've had several people say that they're giving it to non-believers because even even if a non-believer disagrees with a lot of the book initially they're still wondering why is the world the way it is and what what is this all about and there's a sneaky chapter in there that presents the gospel that they'll bump into so that's my prayer um, yeah. And I've heard some some pretty incredible stories of non-believers picking up the book and reading that. Yeah. I make this statement every morning. Mm-hmm. I love sinners and sinners love me. Mm, that's good. <laughs> so I want favor with these kind of Amen. people. I don't want to be frightened by them. You know, because I think a lot of times, especially if they say they're an atheist, mm-hmm. I, and they say that to me, I say, oh, good. I just love atheists. <laughs> they don't know what to do. Then you can go from yeah. there. This is a good book to pass on. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And as you think about it, um, I know that this, you integrate Daniel mm-hmm. and the Olivet Discourse, Matthew 24, right. as well as Revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your next project? So the next book after this is the Nonprofit's Guide to the Book of Revelation. Because as you mentioned, this has one chapter overview of it and shows how it fits into the overall prophecy scheme. But the next, next natural thing people are wondering is, well, what, what does the book of Revelation mean? So I go through in same exact format, very systematically, very simply, uh, 250 pieces of artwork to guide them through. And in, in Revelation, there's some crazy stuff to draw. I agree. So I had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> Did you actually animate it like you yourself? 
Yes, yeah, so I do all the drawings, all the character designs, that kind of thing. So yeah, draw, drawing, you know, seven-headed dragons and all kinds of crazy oh, stuff. Yeah. And then explaining what that means, you know, yeah. what the symbols mean. And, and the same thing, I present the different views. So again, just like with this book, it's one where even if somebody's never studied Revelation, they can pick that book up and get a good overview of the debates and what Revelation actually says. Yeah. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Get them hooked on the book. That's right. <laughs> what do you do with the, first, the seven churches at the beginning? Well, that's really interesting because, of course, they were seven literal churches of, of John's day. Um, they also are kind of can serve as like a report card for us personally or the churches mm -hmm. we're involved in. But also, and, and this is something that, that I found it takes study to really be convicted of. But I believe those seven churches also clearly show seven distinct periods in our church age. I do um, too. And the more you study it, the names of the churches, the, right. what they struggled with, the commendations Jesus gave, all of that when you, when you study it. And that's what I, I'm getting goosebumps right now because what I love about Scripture and Bible prophecy in particular is the more you study, you, you realize, oh, there's a whole other layer under there I need to get to. And it's just, it's, you can't plumb its depths. You could study it for a lifetime and still be excited about it every time you study. I love it. Yeah. We're so glad you watched today. I want to encourage you, if you have a need in your life, pick up the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. Grab your copy. This will be an immense blessing to you. Do you tend to avoid studying books of the Bible like Revelation and Ezekiel? Does it feel like words such as rapture and apocalypse fly right over your head? You're not alone. For your gift of $39 or more, we will send you The Nonprofit's Guide to End Times by writer and artist Todd Hampson. Through this book, you'll be blessed and entertained in a meaningful way with engaging illustrations and down-to-earth explanations that will help you navigate the ins and outs of Bible prophecy. We will also send you Marilyn's book, Unraveling Revelation, where you'll experience a step-by-step -step tour of the seven main events and places in Revelations, and The Final Hour, which will help you discover the knowledge of the end times available to you through the scriptures. For your gift of $69 or more, we will include our wooden art piece featuring 2 Corinthians 2 14. This decorative wall hanging is a beautiful reminder that God always causes you to triumph. There's no better time to grasp God's plan for the future and for you. Call or click today to receive this enlightening resource. I love this, that the Lord wants truth in here. You know, we're not just talking about brain, <laughs> brain rain. We're talking about Holy Spirit rain in our hearts and said, in the end of men, he will make me to know wisdom. So I think it's very important that we ask for God's wisdom. Amen. So would you like to pray for that especially? I would love to, absolutely. Good. Yes. Lord, I pray for the audience right now. Um, God, I just pray that every single person listening and watching this would obtain that wisdom, would dive into the word of God and that the Holy Spirit would open God's word up to them. I pray that they would understand Bible prophecy like never before and be able to apply it to the life in a real and concrete way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And you know, Todd, I love what you did in your book. I love that you made it relevant, accessible, and uh, you can totally, totally get into it without like all kinds of intimidating stuff. And <laughs> one of the things I think is a final takeaway, I just encourage you is Hebrews 12 verse 2. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. No matter what's happening in the world, no matter the end times, where we're at in history, what's going on, whatever the news is, let's keep our eyes on Jesus. Jesus is the author and the perfecter of our faith. 
And as we keep our focus zeroed in on Jesus, then our faith grows, our fears decrease, and our confident security in who God is and God's sovereignty and the goodness of God, God is loving, that we have hope in a future and good things in front of us. So God bless you. Hebrews 12, verse 2, let's keep our eyes on Jesus. Mm -hmm.